Hello and welcome back to the Some Sort of Miracle podcast. I'm Ed and I'm joined today by Nick. Hello. By Emily. Hi everyone. And by Paul. Hiya. And as always, if you are listening to this and really enjoy it or actually think, actually, I'd like to input on this conversation, uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts and experiences in the listener group. To find it, just go onto Facebook and search SSOM Listener Group, and that should be right there for you. In this episode, we are continuing our series reading through the responses to a survey on what people think about Christianity, Christians, the church, faith, religion, and Jesus. Today, we're focusing on a group of questions in which people are asked to describe three different things with one word. So the three things we asked people to describe with one word were Christianity, church, and Christians. And we're going to start by going through the responses to Christianity. So, yeah, you, you mentioned the listener group there, Ed. Um, if you do pop into there, you'll see um, the wordles for what it is that we're discussing today. What the wordle is, is just basically all the, the common themes that jump out from the text. So if someone mentions a certain term more than once, it'll get bigger. And if it's only mentioned a couple of times, it'll be smaller. And you'll, you'll see those in the listener group there. Um, so the first one we're going to talk about is Christianity. Um, and that one has a big confusing written in the middle of it, uh, which was probably the most common uh, alongside morals, which is the one at the bottom there. So is there anything that jumps out of that for you guys? Anything in there that, that seems to, uh, obviously, other than the obvious confusion and morals, is there any others that seem to pique your interest? I totally get confusing. I think <laughs> I've been confused by stuff in Christianity more than once. It's uh, um, it's an interesting one because usually when you look at these sort of responses, you can see, okay, do, you re- do we reckon a Christian said this or do we reckon someone who's kind of outside of Christianity said this? I reckon confusing was said by both groups. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think I think, so. Yeah, uh, I can subscribe to confusing as well, I think. I think we've done quite a lot of uh, the podcast where we've gone away more confused than we started. Um, I think I can definitely identify with that. Um, and I think that sometimes we, a lot of people think that that's not okay. Like that's a, that's a, I think that is a big barrier that it's confusing. Um, but I think at the point that we know everything, it's, it's going to get a lot more boring. So I'm okay with being confused. I think it's probably like the most confusing thing as well. If you if you look at Christianity, that there's the facets to it. Like there's so many different strands and things that you can pull on, and and we've mentioned quite a few times in the previous episode the dominoes that happen. That once you start looking at one thing, it impacts all the others. So, I mean, if you just take one of those dominoes out, it's it's enough just to try and get your head around that. But then when you put the whole thing into into perspective yeah it's very easy to get confused and i'd argue probably if you're not confused at some point you're probably not doing it right (laughs) i suppose morals as well is the other quite significant word on the wordle which is interesting as well because i think that lots of people uh especially those that might not identify um as christians would say that the thing they take away from christianity is the moral teaching i've heard it said a lot oh, you know, I'd like my children to go to a church school because I think it gives good moral teaching. And I think that that can be brilliant. And I think a lot of the foundation of moral living actually has its roots in Christianity and has its roots in like the early church. But I also think it's very difficult when Christianity is um, condensed just to 
a set of morals because that's where we then become legalistic about the things we should and shouldn't do and um the gospel of grace can be missed out Um, and i think as well that that idea that christianity is all about morals is where it's then pitted against christians when we undoubtedly don't live up to the moral compass which others hold us to um so, yeah, I think that's quite an interesting one because I imagine, again, that's another one that both um, non-Christians and Christians would would say of Christianity. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's if that if we were kind of doing a survey of just Christians giving their their responses and morals came out as, as a big one, I think I'd find that quite sad in a way that that in a way what would just reduced faith to because sure that the bible and christian kind of teaching spends a lot of time looking at you know what 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 does it mean to kind of live in a good way to live it live life into all its fullness um but that 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 can like you say so easily be reduced to just that thing of like do this don't do that that really legalistic way of living and i think the church has fallen into that trap way too many times so yeah, definitely agree with you, Emily. I really like that above, if you're looking at this whilst you're um, listening to us, if you look slightly above confusing, there's a uh, problematic. I, I really like that because, I'd, and I'd, again, just uh, just guesswork, I, I'd imagine it might be someone who doesn't identify as a Christian who put that, but I, I find Christianity problematic. I think it is. I think it is, it's, it is a massive yeah, sort of mental problem. It's a, a yeah. There's all sorts of things that arise from within it, and it is it can be problematic. And I think from both inside Christianity, it's problematic in the in the sense of get, trying to get your head around it. But then outside of it as well, trying to get your head around what the people inside mm-hmm. it believe. I think it can be very difficult. Uh, uh, reading some of the other responses further down the line, seeing. There's some some views that I don't want any spoilers for their episodes, but <laughs> there's some um, views that maybe Christianity is anti-science. Um, there's some views that it's um, quite hypocritical, um, and I think those are the problems that exist of a, as a perception of Christianity. But then there are also problems from from Christians themselves to try and get your head around why people would think that, and you know what's not what's the the response to that, and how do we try and change your perception on that and I think it was interesting you mentioned the gospel of grace Emily I think that's often the answer to a lot of the problems that that throw out from from either side of Christianity both within and without is that the idea of grace that's something that pretty much just covers over everything that that it's difficult to get your head around but the concept itself is fairly simple um but I do like problematic I'm, I'm a fan of that whoever put that well done yeah, I think it goes so well hand in hand with confusing, doesn't it? Problematic. And like, like you say, like when we talk about Christianity, when we talk about theology and God, we're talking about the big questions of life, aren't we? Talking about what it means to exist, what the nature of reality is, like what, why are we here? Who are we as a people? Who who created us? What What is this spinning rock that we all live on? <laughs> and, you know, these are the huge questions of life. Of course, it's problematic. I think any sort of belief system that tries to tackle those questions is going to be problematic in some sense. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a good descriptor, I think. 
there's a lot of really like really po- positive ones. I don't know when you read read through them. I don't know if you scanned through them. Was it more the positive that jumped out or the negative? I guess that's an open question to everybody. I think for me, it was I saw quite a few negatives on there that I think are really interesting. Maybe it's because I don't necessarily agree, whereas there's ones that I kind of expected to be on there. Um, so like as as a Christian, I expected like inspiring religion. Christians is fairly root one. Um, but then there's there's some on there that uh, I'd really like to ask more questions. Mm. Like which ones? Um, so mutated. Yeah. Kind of a bit of a negative connotation. So I think that, that um, one in full said mutated from its roots, but I uh, took just mutated for the wordle. And then there's things like divisive and deceitful. I think... Uh, yeah, deceitful is strong, isn't it? It's very strong. It, it is, but I don't think it's necessarily inaccurate in certain places. Um, it's so interesting to look at the one word and really want to have a window into the experience behind the word yeah. as well. Yeah. I think that's what makes it. I also love the fact that some people, I don't know whether this was you with the word or the fact that some people have just not been able to choose one word. So they've squeezed two on there. Like the fact that somebody's put love wins at all yeah. as well. <laughs> and um, bad reputation and things like that. You know, whenever you ask for one word, there's always going to be yeah. sneakily put two. Yeah. But yeah, there's some. There are some strong words that just make you think. Oh, I wonder, and it's just that reminder, isn't it, that everybody's experience is so different, and it's also a huge challenge, I think, as Christians, that um, our lives could be the only example of Christianity. I think that's the thing that it's really dawned on me reading it is. You know, where somebody's put that it's deceitful, for example, or where somebody's put um, control. Mm. You know, you just want to pull up a chair and be like, okay, so what has your experience been? And is that, do we need to look closer and remedy that somehow? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really sure. And there's so many words on there that I'm looking at that I can see the opposite word for it. Mm. I don't know if you had any control over it, where things are placed, but true and false are right next to each other. Um, the placement is random, thing... apart from the biggest one, yeah. it's always in the middle. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's also unnecessary and uh, life-changing. Mm. You know, there's, a, there's a quite a few that are clearly people aren't seeing the church in the same way. Sorry, Christianity. Yeah. Um, but I imagine there's quite a bit of crossover between those two in the wordle. Um, I think, yeah, it's, it's obvious that Christianity is not being portrayed by everyone in the same light. If you just had to choose one that you think that's that's it for you, is there one there that you could choose? Love. Yeah. Um, love wins. I might sneak in love wins, yeah, that would probably be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was just about to say that. <laughs> Did you got there first? I found that I've, I was drawn to that one, even though it's fairly little, I was drawn to that one fairly quickly. Uh, I don't know if that's just the way I looked at or where it's placed on the um, on the little diagram or whether that's just my subconscious trying to find that, but that would be the one that I'd 
I definitely stand on. I found I found divided quite difficult to read. I think that's I can understand people who want to say, you know, there's rubbish on there. I, I get that. Um I can I can understand why people might say that are pointless. Fair enough, yeah, I can see that as well. But um I don't necessarily agree, but I can see why people would say it. But divided is that's there's a responsibility there, I think, isn't there? That although there are lots of different denominations, different views uh, is, we generally seem to align on most episodes and, and our views between the four, five, six of us, whoever's on the episode. Um, but even within the church, there's, there's different views and, and then they move outside for different denominations. But surely, surely we should be able to agree on the fundamentals. Uh, and that's, so that's, so again, like you say, Emily, that's someone's experience has been that it's a, a divided thing. There's, there's two sides to it. And, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Not not great. I think there's a lot of words on there that are hard to read, but there's not many that I can't see in some senses. Like I've seen examples of it. Um, as Christianity, I think, taking the word Christianity and sort of for people's experience that wouldn't call themselves Christians, that maybe don't have a relationship with God, I think maybe we put a skew on on how, how we're answering the questions based on what we know God to be. Um, but people's experience of Christianity without that, I think maybe some of these words are for individual circumstances. And um, I can think of quite a few where I've seen most of <laughs> most of the negative words on there. Um, I can think of an experience that kind of supports that. So it's a bit of a challenge mm-hmm. to see that and think about how I'm portraying myself yeah. in the day-to-day. Yeah. I, I just see a huge challenge when I when I read all these different words, and now I just think when I, when I identify myself as a Christian, these are all the words that are coming up in people's minds as to who they think I am when I when I say that's that that's the label I give myself, and that makes me feel uneasy um, because I what I see Christianity as as I don't think perhaps the word communicates it particularly well with this but also i i i get that if ever we're going to redeem a, a word like christianity or going to um influence people's opinions of it we've got to use it and we've got to we've got to be better than some of those words that are on there i think it's really it, it, it's a really interesting thing as well when we're talking about labeling ourselves you know we talked before didn't we about do you identify as a christian and that label of christianity that when we're thinking about um generation z or the next generation what actually labeling themselves as a christian is is doing for them and why young people would find it so difficult in this day and age to label themselves as that if this is all the inherited Hmm. like kind of stigma or all the inherited words that are attached to that it it's hugely challenging i think it was difficult to be a christian sort of you know 10 plus years ago when I was a teenager but uh, you know asking that of uh, young people now as well was it a, a, a completely different time and context and we also have to remember when we look at these wordles that 57 percent of the people that responded to this survey did identify as Christians so there is a, a waiting in favor of those that are, are Christians with these words and there's still I guess so, some of those more difficult 
ideas around what Christianity is that are, are in big, big letters. So, yeah. So for our next wordle, uh, we were asked what was the one word you would use to describe church, and the key word that came out of that in the centre of that is family. Uh, which I found to be quite reassuring, actually. Yeah. Um, I think once you once you've been in church or in church environments for most of your life, you've hopefully, I say this, you know, I am hopeful, experienced different expressions of church than just the denomination that you're in. And I think that once you've experienced lots of different denominations, the packaging or the style of the church that you attend certainly for me is less important than the fellowship and the community that you get um certainly that's why um for me and my husband Matthew worship at Castleford is that we feel a sense of family and a sense of fellowship and that's been the thing that we treasure the most so I was quite reassured to see that I don't know what you guys thought um yeah I think it's I think it's good that that's the thing that's coming through hopefully more than anything else It'd be nice to see, um, or it might be interesting, it might not be nice, to see what the split of people is for non-Christians and Christians that are saying that it's family. Um, Because there are, again, some words that are the opposite of that, which I find a bit bit worrying that the church is being portrayed so differently across different people. Yeah, I think it's it's so difficult because for those on the inside, family well that's the word like they'd use a really positive word family but i guess for those who feel excluded from that they'd probably go for the word click or they'd go for other words that are much more exclusive so it's it's a thing of perspective isn't it around are you in that inside group or or are you on the outside group i guess a real measure would be if those on the outside feel as welcomed and included as those who are kind of would would be in in that central inside group yeah if it's the jesus way of family then we're good aren't we you know it makes me think of when jesus says um who 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 is my mother and my brothers you know every any of you um is my is my brother and that is the way that hopefully we approach church the idea of it being an ever-extending family there's a seat at the table for everyone we're all adopted into it that that's the I suppose that's the ideal but yeah certainly those other words that that sort of sting a little bit a sting of truth I suppose is the exclusive um element which is you know really something that the church needs to work on isn't it Mm. Yeah, I think there's uh, there's some really nice stuff on. I, I, I love that family's smack bang in the middle. Um, that's a really that's a really encouraging uh, community as well. It's quite nice connections, quite big as well. Holies again, it, those are all really positives. But again, uh, maybe it's just my disposition today. But there's two like really really awful ones on there. There's painful and nightmarish. Those are two that are on there. Which, I mean, that's. It, that, that those would be the last words I'd want to describe church. Um, it should be the last things that church should be described at. Yet, yeah. obviously, someone has described them as that, so and that's true. That, that's true for them. So, um, 
it'd be like I say, it'd be really be interesting to follow up on on some conversations and find out why that was. But that's really that's difficult to to see really because although it's great that there are you know the families in the big one and uh, and welcoming and all the other ones that are, that are nice on there. For, for, yeah. To describe it as nightmarish is it's really strong language. That mm. I think there is a, a much higher percentage of negative words on this one than there is on Christianity, which is odd considering churches where the Christians meet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I noticed. I think that. it says quite a lot. I think it says quite a lot about um, how we do church and how it makes people feel. Mm. I was just on a hen party this weekend and some of the girls were talking about a wedding that they were that they've got coming up and they were talking about their outfits and one of them was saying, Oh, I need to get something to cover my arms because it's in a church and um I was like, No, you don't need to cover your arms and then told a story about a time that I'd led worship in a out a particular outfit which I won't go into detail because it doesn't warrant particularly like public airing but I was like you really really don't need to worry about covering your arms in church and then the other one sort of said to me oh well I went to a wedding and they were pretty clear that actually you know you were supposed to sort of wear a certain thing I suppose that's the difficulty isn't it when we're using one word to cover high church Mm -hmm. liberal church evangelical pentecostal you know all the different uh denominations and all the different experiences even within one denomination you know they can there can be worlds they can just be worlds apart can't they um and that's a challenge when our friends are only having a church experience based on a wedding for example yeah yeah and it's it's an even more more of a challenge i guess when we start thinking about us as god's people being one church um yeah i think thinking back to that word divised yeah divided um from the previous one it can feel like that certainly at times where our experiences and our our context are so drastically different um yeah it's very difficult to reconcile all of that but also an amazing reminder that it's god that uses all of us in our own context, in our own traditions, in our own experience for all our flaws. I find that to be such a reassuring thing because when I struggle with a particular tradition, you know, actually even our own tradition, I'm not going to (laughs) lie, I really struggle with so much of that. But I know that um, the universal God has the full perspective and can still use the people that I might think, oh, that wouldn't be my way of doing things. So I think it's worth mentioning the other words that have come out quite big in this wordle. And I think there's eight, eight of them that are mentioned certainly more than once, probably um, a good few times. So the biggest one of those I would say is outdated. Um, and there's a few kind of along a similar sort of negative line. So you're outdated, hypocritical, cult, um, and political as well. Um, I would put that in the negative column. And then I guess we've got four that are more um, positive. So we've got connection, um, holy, support and community were all mentioned quite a few times. So are there any of those bigger ones that jump out to you as being odd or or unexpected? Or are they kind of ones you, you were looking for at the start? Yeah, I think outdated jump, jumps out a little bit 
for me. Um, and it just reminds me of a, a conversation I had with uh, with someone that was we were just talking about. Um, basically, we, it, it, I'd played um, an event and we were just in the pub afterwards. Um, and, he, and this fellow had, had a few beers and we were talking. And um, it, it, the guy who was identifies as gay, so we were having a conversation about. Um, well, it's just, just just general conversation, and then he just threw out a comment to say, "But you're like that, like me, did he?" And I was like, "Well, what do you mean by by your lot?" And then his response was, "The church rather than Christians." So I thought that was an interesting distinction to make, but it, it led us to onto a conversation about um, how he'd been treated by the church, or you know, or by his experience of of um, Christianity. Um, but also just give an opportunity just to explain that there are different views, that there are there are there are other ways of thinking about things. Um, and the, at the end of the conversation was basically, well, I ne- I'd never really thought of him saying, sorry, I never really thought of um, it like that. And I didn't realise that, that different people viewed different things. And they said, I didn't realise you thought like that as well. Um, so I, I was really thankful for an opportunity just to explain myself what I thought because mm. for him his view was well he's a Christian he must believe x y and z whereas really it was the total opposite of that um so it was really nice to be able to explain myself but also you know some of the church that also think differently or, or different ways about different topics but I, I was really thankful for it. it kind of took me by surprise some of the conversations often do don't they you know it's, it's sort of four pints down in, in a pub somewhere mm-hmm. um, yeah. and he was yeah just sort of jabbering away as, as people do and it was yeah, a nice nice opportunity to, to talk about that but those uh, opportunities don't always exist for us to say you know the, the views of the church in the 70s or you know or the 80s are probably not not massively the, the views across the board now that, that are held still I think if I think about my own church in the 90s we were doing three meetings a day you'd you'd expected to be there um but then the views i think people there's a little bit more understanding about people have families people have careers and things and um that there's different views or different um expectations on people now from the church um which is why i was pleased that family was there was a big in in uh, the big yeah one in the middle there so um but yeah it's just it's nice to be at a explain that but conscious that we don't always have those opportunities to to say mm. it's not it's not always that way it might be thought about a little bit differently definitely i had a similar um encounter a couple of weeks ago at a stag do um i met this guy who i'd never met before he was just a, a friend of a friend and um he he just found out that I worked for the Salvation Army and that I was a Christian. He just started asking me loads of questions and he got really caught up on this political side because he had been watching everything happening in America. And in his head, Christianity meant very sort of right-wing politics and was, um, you know, very conservative, very much kind of along the lines of Trump, I guess you could say. And um, he started asking me loads of questions. I said, well, I, I, I don't think you... I, I don't think you've got an accurate idea of what I mean when I say Christian. Um, and we had this really interesting conversation about what what I mean when I say that and, and how the church is really different, I guess, in Amer- in some parts of America and in the UK and how, I guess, that that political leaning, that side of uh, of it, is, it can look very different as well. So that, that way that uh, politics and religion interact is really interesting because 
Yeah, I think some people are going down the line of saying they want to keep the two separate, but absolutely my Christian, my faith influences what my views on politics are, and I think it should. But it's interesting that the way me following Jesus influences my politics isn't the same as way the way people in other parts of the world or you know even this country it influences their politics. So that's quite complicated too. Definitely, that is really yeah. You've articulated that really well, but I think I think that that is a really complicated thing and I guess even within our own congregations I know that we have a spectrum of political belief and that can be really difficult can't it it's the reminder that we have to approach all of those conversations with grace and with the desire to find common ground and commonality between each other because otherwise even between you, you you're looking at the gospel and you're going but I see that this is what Jesus is saying and somebody else would say well I see that you know we bring so much don't we of our experience our nurture our tradition Wesleyan quadrilateral mm -hmm. as they call it but um to, to all of that and yeah it is it's really interesting I think that just being able to have those conversations it reminds me that as Christians and that thing about church being outdated as Christians we have to be willing to have these conversations not on the defensive and actually from a position of compassion, from mm -hmm. a position of grace, um, knowing that even though we individually may not have been part of the oppression of certain groups of people, that the church as an institution has been. And I think that's so important for us to remember if we approach those conversations with patience, grace, and the mm -hmm. desire to, to love, that is really how we're going to change the perception of church isn't it i think it's really important to know where that person's coming from as well to get their sort of ideas because it would have been so easy for both of you to go on a rant against those people because that's not how you view the situation but actually from their like you said from their from their experiences um that that's how they see it and i think like we said cult is one of the larger words on there um and actually I think a lot of people would be quite offended. A lot of Christians might be quite offended by that. But if you have no belief in God, then there's not a lot of difference outwardly between the definition of a cult and a, a religion. Yeah, I would say that the, the big difference for me is the fact that we're having a conversation about how we've interpreted our faith differently and how it's led us into different political leanings, how we've taken our, our relationship with Christ and lived that out in different ways. We've had the freedom to question the doctrine that's been given to us. We've had the freedom to say, you know, I don't, I'm not sure I can, I can believe that. Uh, what, what else is out there in the world? And actually to explore and to challenge leadership, to ask tough questions, to be freed up to do podcasts like this, where we can say, oh, actually, this thing in the, uh, the Salvation Army's doctrine, I find that really hard and that's okay and I'm going to challenge that. And I think that is the thing that keeps us keeps re true religion from being a cult is having that freedom to challenge, to ask questions. Because as soon as that gets shut down and you start saying, no, you have to believe this, you've got to do this, you've got to follow this political leaning, you've got to do all that, and it just becomes dogma, I would say that that is when you're getting into cult territory. But yeah, um, yeah. But I think from the, from the outside looking in, that's not always the... Like you said, people th uh, both people that you and Nick had sp spoken yeah. to didn't think that was the case at all. They thought it was a lot more rigid than that. And um, and I think there are churches where it is a lot more rigid than that. Um, and you're told this is the right way and there is no question in that. And that's where it becomes yeah. 
really tricky and it's important to know where they're coming from when they say that. I, don't, I think I can easily understand that. I think uh, dictatorships on the on the list there as well. Um, but I can see that I, uh, there's not a, much opportunity for me to to challenge what's preached on a Sunday morning, for example. There's not a forum to do that, certainly publicly. Um, and that, I mean, the early church seems that that was the idea. Was that it was swapping ideas. It was it was sharing interpretations. Um, it was discussing, debating. And it seems now it's it's delivered. And this is the model of church that we've arrived at. But I I can see why people would say that if it's you know a message is being delivered and you have to accept that and go home. That's not democracy, is it? That's that seems like the, there's there's not any intellectual challenge with that um and i'd really encourage people to i mean church leaders and i'll be probably <laughs> cursing me for saying this but to challenge to, to say well what do you mean by that what does what do you think the bible means by that is that contradictory to something else that i've heard or my experience probably more importantly um is x y and z because that's that's where you grow understanding that's where you grow um ideas collectively uh, so i'd really encourage people to do that and to dismiss some ideas if you think i, I think that's total rubbish then then do dismiss it I, I wouldn't say just accept it because it's been you know that's what the cult in inverted commas is suggesting or that's what the, the dictator at the front is saying um i'd encourage people to explore ideas yeah and to and to challenge because that's for me that's where i've found most of my spiritual growth in challenging those ideas and and exploring what else is being said and i guess that's supported in the bible like in one thessalonians you see but test everything and hold fast to what is good i love that idea where it actually says you know you go and really test things go and think them through challenge them in your mind don't just accept it without thinking about it but really challenge it really dig deep and hold on to what what you find well the truth you find in that process i think yeah that itself is a scientific model, isn't it? When we're talking about Christianity and science and that some people want to separate them, actually, most of, like, science <laughs> had its roots in, you know, so the early scientists were Christians that were, like, figuring out and asking questions, and that is still the model that we use when it comes to science. Test everything, see what sticks, see what you discover, and I think that's a really good basis for theology as well. I think that's something that we've lost over time, and I think sort of our generation are getting better at challenging and discussing like that. I think um, I was talking to a, a church leader recently who was saying that they think in the next 20 to 30 years, the model of church with a, a sort of a sermon or a, a thought that is sort of dictated, like you say, will just fade away because the people who are I'm getting cheers across the screen <laughs> at losing sermons um, because, because the people who are now, still at church there's a generally speaking an older generation who want to be dictated to and are used to not questioning maybe that's come from schools being a lot stricter potentially um or just just generally the way of life as whereas i think for our age group we were taught a little bit more to question and to discuss and to work together and and have that idea of community and debate um and i think that's that's exciting for the future to sit maybe see how this world will change in 20 30 years where maybe that dictatorship of someone at the front telling people what the answers are might not be quite as high on the list. I don't know. I think I'm probably in a minority, but I actually I see a lot of value in in sermon and, and in in that sharing of idea and of um, 
<laughs> of what's, what's being found in the Bible or through experience. It's just the, the extra bit afterwards that I think is missing is that the conversation around it, the, the yeah, and I suppose we're good at, at the at the Salvation Army, at, at the tea and biscuits at the end, but is that where those conversations are happening? Because for me, it's generally catching up about, you know, what's happened in the week or not seeing you for a couple of weeks, what's been going on and how's your job, how's the family, and all those kind of conversations. But so maybe maybe it is there, maybe it's just an, an impetus to discuss those, <coughs> excuse me, to discuss those um, those ideas. Um, but maybe formalising that or, you know, suggesting some questions for a conversation might be helpful. I, I do, yeah, I do enjoy the sermon because it gives me, I have to either accept it or challenge it. So it gives me something to, to work with. Um, so I'm, I'm in favour of the sermon still. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Just a nice debate or conversation afterwards. Maybe that's, I can get on board with that. Maybe that's a topic we can uh, go into another time and do a whole episode on sermons, good or bad. <laughs> Uh, I guess that's a good time to move on to um, the last wordle, which um, has varied in the middle, and that is for Christians. Um, and I think varied is something that we've seen, or, or a word similar across the across all three. Um, there are a, quite a few other big words in there, um, some good, some bad. Um, people, caring, kind, but also... Uh, Judgmental is one of the one of the big ones up there. Um, not sure if religious is a good or a bad one. I, that's one that I'd really like to pick at a little bit further and see whether see see what the the wording is behind that. But I don't know what stands out to you guys. Yeah, I think fun to read this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the font isn't overly helpful on this one, so apologies <laughs> for that. Um, yeah, I think varied and depends both being quite big. <laughs> It says a lot, doesn't it? And it's nice in a way that that is recognised um, from the people that took this survey that, you know, in the end, we're talking about people here. We're, they, these are all individuals. Uh, and although they, they have something in common, that doesn't mean they, they're all going to live that out in the same way. Um, yeah, I, I liked I like you picking up on religious there, Paul. I'd be interested to see whether whether you do land on that being a positive or a negative. That was a question, I think, for me. It was specifically directed to you, Paul. Thanks. Uh, specifically for me, I think I imagine it might have come off as a negative. Um, it, again, it probably depends on the person who answered it. Yeah. Um, but I think it, for me, it brings a sort of self-righteous is the word that springs to mind when I think of being described as religious. Yeah. Um, I guess you could describe it as holy as well depending on which um sort of which way you want to take that is it is it a positive or a negative yeah um but this was the difficulty we had with the survey wasn't it we wanted to ask so many questions and had to narrow it down to something that was sort of reasonable to ask of people mm. um and i think there are some other ones on there that um sort of go along with with both good and bad versions of that um Honest, nice, devout, hope, peaceful. Yeah, these are mostly positive. Yeah. From what, uh, what stands out to me, like um, sort of the opposite of the the previous one. It's more. It seems to be mostly positive, or yeah, either positive or it could go either way. 
um, like varied and you know, depends on all, all those kind of things. So I think that's, so, that's really encouraging. Yeah, some come across as negative but sympathetic, like uh, misguided or well-meaning. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that comes across of that they're, they're not doing good things, but they're uh, they mean well. It's <laughs> that's that's the first. as much of an insult, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not <laughs> great. <laughs> I'm interested in who's put cool. Yeah. <laughs> that one had exclamation marks on it as well, actually. I took them out just for the aesthetic, but um, yeah, they were there. I think that might have been a Christian that put cool. I'm not going to lie. I think it might have been you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just referring to myself completely. <laughs> um, yeah. I really love that someone's just put wrong. Yeah. One word to describe Christians, wrong. Fair enough. Yeah, again, some strong, strong in the convictions there. That there seems to be less of the really punchy words in there. I think it seems you still see cults on there as well, uh, insular maybe, um, but it's mostly, yeah, like you say, it's mostly slightly patronising of yeah, they're doing all right, they're trying their best kind of thing. I guess when you compare that to the church one, the church one is such stronger language, and that's really interesting because. I think people feel more comfortable attacking the institution of the church than they do actually the people that make it up. Um, and yeah. yeah, that's so true. I remember in the pandemic, um, a guy um, that I kind of like vaguely know would put on his Facebook, like quite a, a challenging status, just asking what is the Church of England doing in the pandemic? Like, where's the money? Like, what are they doing with the money that they have? And, and, it was, you know, it was quite a provocative status, really. And I think I ended up commenting on it and just saying, you know, it helps me a lot more um, to answer the question, what are Christians doing within the pandemic? And for me, actually, local church settings, I tried to basically say, try not to view the church as an institution, but as local groups of people that inc- that actually covers frontline workers, key workers, healthcare workers, teachers, all these people that are living out their God-given calling in whatever that looks like to them. And in actual fact, those people are, you know, they're still living and loving and serving and have been doing before the pandemic came along. And I think it was really you know, I don't usually engage in that kind of conversation on social media, actually, because I find it quite difficult to to do that. And mm. it can very quickly become something you never intended it to. Um, but I really felt that that actually was the Holy Spirit prompting me to have that conversation and that actually this person would listen to you. And, uh, and they did, actually. They took it really well and were like, oh, I hadn't really thought about it like that. Um, so yeah, it's it's remembering when we refer to church, isn't it? Actually, we're talking about a body of people. Yeah, like I say as well, when when people are describing the church with those negative words and, and quite strong language, that's due to an experience, and that experience will have been of people. It won't have been of a building. The church we say so often: the church is the people, not the building. So their, their experiences will be tied up in how they've been treated by people and how they've been treated by by Christians. Um, it is really interesting that there's that distinction, isn't it? Like that, that church that is the body of Christians is bad, but Christians is are are try to be good. Um, yeah, um, I suppose. Yeah, it's quite difficult to try and separate those out once you start thinking about it. It's um, 
We can turn off in knots with that. Yeah, I guess I've met I've met lots of people who are very skeptical of organised religion and um, anything sort of institutional, but they they actually quite intrigued by Jesus and and Christianity. So I guess for those people as well that they they would probably be quite critical of when words like church and um their one word to describe church may be very negative but i guess seeing beyond that to the individual could be quite a a common theme i think there's a couple of different types of negative words that are on on that that wordle and some are sort of ones that i can deal with like i don't i don't mind being irritating i don't mind being broken i'm fine with that difficult i think um we've we've already said christianity is difficult um and then there are there are other words that I find really difficult to read. Um, it not, just, not just because of the not just because of the uh, the font, um, <laughs> but yeah, hurtful, absent. I think absence are really sad one to read that the, that Christians are absent, uh, insular. Um, those are really challenging words for how I live my life as a Christian, and that might that might be um, just that people don't realise that. Christians are actually doing things because they're not shouting about it necessarily. But um, I, I really don't think we should be absent ever. Yeah, I guess that, that probably calls back to when we're talking about our faith influence in our politics and, and everything else. I, I, it should the the whole point is that it influences every corner of your life, isn't it? That, that Jesus kind of seeps through every decision, every conversation. Um, so yeah, for for absent, it's probably the the most difficult one on there. Paul, I think I think I agree with you on that. Um, that yeah, that's that the Christians have not been not been there for somebody or not been there when someone's needed them. It's um, it's a challenge. I, f- I find all of these in um, equal measure really encouraging. It's nice to read things like um, like yeah, honest friendly cool with lots of exclamation marks um you know things like that um like love it comes on there quite a few times as well through the different ones but the challenge then when you read the other ones of we can do this a lot better we, i think we we're doing doing well but we could do better um and i think, I think that's probably the, the challenge for us as a, as a collective as a body of, of believers um but also individually as well as if, if letting that permeate through the conversations that we have for the yeah the decisions that we take the way that we vote all those things and I think it's a reminder that some of the comments some of the comments that will have been based on experiences with Christians will have been because that particular Christian at that particular time in that moment may have been in a really difficult place themselves may not have been responding out of a place of deep relationship with Jesus may actually have been acting out of a place of hurt for themselves. And so I think that it does just come back to this gospel of grace, doesn't it? And that we as Christians are trying to remind ourselves that we want to approach others with grace, but are, you know, do others always view Christians through that lens? Maybe not. Um, and I think sometimes we are judged a bit more harshly because we identify as Christians. Um, and so it's hard, isn't it? Because you, we, we can't strive too much because Christianity isn't about striving. It's about that, that dwelling 
um, the indwelling of Christ in us. And I think what it co comes back to for me is that, you know, I think a, a friend and mentor once said to me, the best, the best thing you can do for others is pursue your own personal holiness and relationship with Jesus. And that really stuck with me because I think that that is true because that when we have that, that is where the outpouring of love and the outpouring of non-judgmental behaviour and those things really comes into play. But yeah, difficult one. It's hard when we're sticking labels across such a, like a massive group as well. All of these things is just, it's, it's like if you put England football fans on there, for one person, for me, that's, like the joy of supporting international football, the the tournaments and stuff. For other people, it's idiots smashing up pubs and throwing plastic chairs. So and the two like and e both are equally valid because that's people's experience of what they're seeing. Particularly if you you know if you own somewhere that's been smashed up, you're going to think slightly differently to to someone who's just a fan of of football. And we're doing the same thing here. We could, we're sort of such a broad spectrum of of ideas of, of people at different stages in journeys right from the beginning of calling yourself a Christian right to the end some mature Christians to those that maybe um, still understanding what this gospel of grace really means in real terms in, in living that out so it, it's a it's a bit of a flawed system but it's a really accurate one at the same time because you get all those different experiences um all in one place it's just yeah trying to put the labels across them are really really difficult so that is about all we have time for today thank you so much for listening this has actually been a bit of a longer episode than we expected when we started we thought oh this could just be a good 30 minute episode but I i've really enjoyed this conversation and it's dragged on a little bit further so i hope you've enjoyed that dragged on is quite a harsh way of saying that it's run on in a really natural way <laughs> i hope you feel that it hasn't dragged on too much um but yeah uh, we really appreciate you listening and uh yeah if you'd like to join in the conversation and share your thoughts and read the uh, wordles for yourself they will be in the listener group on facebook ssom listener group and yeah as always till next time be well Thank you.